Thanks for listening to B2B Vault, the payment technology podcast, providing educational information for business owners about merchant services and the technology surrounding them. Hosted by Alan Kopelman. With 20 years of merchant services industry experience, he shares his insights, knowledge, and important updates regarding payment processing and fintech. Please subscribe to the podcast via YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Head over to b2bvault.info to catch up on all of the past episodes. Tune into our live stream on YouTube, Twitter, and LinkedIn Live. Turn on post notifications to get updates regarding the live shows. Please subscribe to our channel, like the videos, and share on your social networks. Thanks again for tuning into B2B Vault, the payment technology podcast. Hey, everybody. Today, B2B Vault, the payment technology podcast. We're going to bring you an episode about retail chargebacks and how to protect, how to protect your business. Chargeback Rescue Part 2. So, you know, for chargebacks on the internet, there's a lot of different services that merchants can subscribe to, and they help the merchants, you know, deal with um, chargebacks from, from that standpoint. But in retail, restaurants, bars, there's just a lot of chargebacks going on right now. I'm not sure if it's related to customers trying to be scammers or customers who aren't paying their bills and then the the financial institution is is um running these chargebacks and a lot of times you know they'll send out chargebacks and hope that the business owner does not answer them so it's always wise if you get chargebacks to answer them in a timely manner um if you're in the card present business and to consult with somebody so that you learn how to write the letter properly or you hire somebody that can help you put the letters together so they don't, you don't lose chargebacks because it's getting the the fighting the chargebacks is getting a little sophisticated it used to be years ago you could just send in a copy of the receipt and show that it was an EMV transaction or before EMV it was swiped and that was it. It was pretty much done. Now they're adding all kinds of stuff. So some these I'm going to go over some of the common um, chargeback reasons that we're seeing come in from our customers. Duplicate processing. So customer claims they were charged twice and they might have two or more sales at your business. So how can this happen? Somebody comes up to the counter and they buy two items of clothing and then they had another item they thought about, maybe they walked out of the store and they come back, you know, whatever, an hour later, two hours later, 10 minutes later, they buy this second item and they run a second sale. Then they get their bill and they forget, oh, did I buy two things at ABC clothing store? And they click on it. The chargebacks have become so easy now. 
because of the, you know, everybody working at home and the limited workforce. And I think some of the, you know, so now you can just click on it and tell them you want to dispute the charge. So they don't even have to call up, sign anything. It's become, you know, boom, it's just done. And then to fight the chargeback, you have to know what you're doing. You have to send in all the receipts. You got to write a whole letter out explaining, you know, that this whole thing. But duplicate transaction happens in restaurants and bars. We see it every single week. Person goes to the bar, has a couple of drinks, then they close out their check, then they go to the table, and then they eat, and then they claim duplicate processing. So this, you know, you have to be, you just have to, uh, it's, you have to spend time and fight these things. Um, paid by another method. So they claim they paid by it with another card or with cash. This one I find kind of funny because they're just trying to get out of paying. And, you know, so you have, again, you have to put together a letter, send in documentation. Did not receive goods and goods or services. We're seeing this a ton. Like, I don't know how that, you know, they even, I don't even know how the card uh, issuers that give people credit cards even allow this. I mean, they can see that it was a card present transaction. They were in a retail store. You're not paying for a shirt or you're not paying for your lunch until after you eat it. Like the shirt, you walk up to the counter, you hand them the shirt, they put it in the bag, and then you put your credit card in the machine. But this is what's going on. Uh, and you got, again, you got to send in documentation. You got to write a letter. Cardholder was expecting a refund or a partial refund. This we'll see in almost every chargeback, no matter what the reason code is, they'll include a whole bunch of other stuff. And that's why you have to be very detailed in the letter writing. And we're experts at that. We offer a service to our merchants called Chargeback Rescue. You get a chargeback. We help you fight it. We know all the rules. We're constantly keeping up with the rules. We talk to the chargeback department all the time. So it's it's very, very important. Wrong amount charged. Again, the same thing. They're just trying to get out of paying. Again, you got to It's all the same. Point of interaction error. This one, I didn't even know what it was until a few months ago. We started to see these pop up. And uh, call the chargeback department. And they go, oh, well, the customer claims that, you know, you charge them the wrong amount or something. Uh, I don't know. Um, and then you see these non-financial requests for information. It is very important to respond to that. If you do not respond to the non-financial requests for information, otherwise it used to be referred to as the retrieval request, then that charge automatically goes to chargeback. You'll get another letter and you automatically lost it. So that's you're done. Other ones where you lose all the time is if you don't have EMV readers in your business and somebody does a non-financial request for information and you send in the receipt and it doesn't show that it was processed by chip, then you're going to lose you're going to lose the charge back because it was it's basically an EMV fallback transaction which dates all the way back to 2015, so that's six years now. Um, with that, and there's still businesses that, that are getting those. So it's very important, you know, you can't stop chargebacks. I mean, you can do things like 
put information on the bottom of your receipts, all sales final. So right up, right where they have to sign everything. There's a lot of things you can do to, you know, and we do that as part of our business. We consult with merchants and we talk to them. Oh, do you need a footer on your receipt? All sales final, what, whatever it is, we get, we get it done for them so that they can properly, like I said, you can't stop people from charging back because it's part of their cardholder agreement that they have the right to do a chargeback. So we educate merchants on how to properly fight a chargeback, how to properly format the letters. You know, we show them how to be detailed in the response. We help them write the letters. Um, so we have a program, Chargeback Rescue. If you're doing merchant services with us. We help you with your chargebacks. And it's very important, you know, that you, you can put like little roadblocks or speed bumps in the way of the scammers. To kind of slow them down and you can per by having proper policies on your invoices on your sales slips um you can a sign in your business does not help you literally need to have something within one inch of the signature and that pretty much you know will help you win the charge back so we have another slide, Justin, or that's it. Okay. So, you know, that's what's going on with chargebacks and then, and, you know, e-commerce chargebacks. Like I said, there's a lot of different services that can help you protect your business with that. And with the retail chargebacks, there's retail restaurants, bars, you know, you have to, you have to see what kind of activity you're getting, what's going on. And then, you, you know, you can slow down the, you can slow down the scammers. You just can't stop them from charging back. I've seen people put on invoices. You cannot do a chargeback. That's that doesn't matter. They're going to do the person who's going to do a chargeback is going to do it anyway. So you just have to, you know, have steps in place and have a system in place. Either learn to do it yourself. But if you're losing a ton of chargebacks, or you're even losing one chargeback, and you don't want to lose any more chargebacks. You know, contact us, um, visit the website, mpsbank.com. You can also go to chargebackrescue.com, find out about what we offer, and you can set up a call, and we can uh, discuss your, your business and how we can help you with chargebacks. Thank you for listening today. It's another episode of B2B Vault, and you can follow us on all the popular podcast networks and YouTube. Thank you very much. Carpe diem. Seize the day.